0: What's up, everybody? Armand here, back with another episode. Today's guest, we have Bavik Danak, also known as Bav. Bav runs a print shop which includes screen printing, embroidering, and heat press and digital. We mainly focus on the screen printing side of business for this episode. Uh, I believe that's the biggest amount of his business and, in Bav's opinion, the best way to actually print shirts. Uh, so we talk about creating content around screen printing, and that is ultimately became Bob's marketing plan that launched his business to now he owns a shop in a mall. They do a lot of production online. Um, So what, what he did was just started posting a bunch of content based on the production side of things, how he makes these shirts, uh, the process. And when he was learning what he wished he knew, which has really taken off, it's pretty awesome. So we talk about content creators that have inspired him we talk a little bit about hustle and grind culture, as well as delegating, and much, much more in this episode. This was a pretty awesome episode. I hope you enjoy the play Hard podcast.
1: Work hard, play hard.
0: Work hard, play hard. Work hard, play hard. Work okay. hard, play hard. But, my dad, that's dad. That's dad. Uh, but yeah, gotcha. <laughs> without further ado, man, what's up, Bob? How you doing?
1: Doing fantastic, man. How are you?
0: I'm doing great. So for the listener, this is Bavik. He's the founder of Aesthetic Imprints. Uh, they're a screen printing, embroidering, and heat press slash digital designing for t-shirts. So custom-made shirts, and they're coming out with their own brand soon. Uh, am I getting that right, Bob?
1: Yeah, we actually already have our brand. So we're, we do nice. custom, and then we're like a custom print shop, and then we offer our own brand because we're located inside of a mall.
0: Oh really? So we have
1: a storefront, and the back, the back room is basically like our production. which you see now, and then yeah. like right up there is our storefront.
0: What uh, What mall are you at?
1: We're, we're located in Frederick, so we're in FSK Mall, known Frederick- as Frederick, Francis- Maryland, if I remember. Yep, Frederick, okay. Maryland.
0: Yep. All right, sweet. So, so now you probably know firsthand How are How are malls doing? Are they? Is it still tough getting foot traffic <laughs> there, or? How's it going? Mall's
1: are doing well. I mean, we we're a pretty we're not a big 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 town. So like, I mean, the mall here isn't the most popular. It's like it's, it's a really small and basic mall. It's only a one floor mall with like no official food court. So it's like it's not a really popping mall. But there's still decent foot traffic. But the thing with us, we don't really rely on the foot traffic when it comes to aesthetic imprints because a lot of our customers mainly come from online social media um because we're, we're really good we're, we try to stay active on social yeah. media a lot and that's where we get a lot of our clientele and the retail storefront is just an add-on for people to see the retail side and shop that so that's they're both doing fantastic
0: that makes sense uh so what are some of the things you're doing differently on social media you'd say than than your average um like print shop yeah print shop I was trying um, to find the say, word that encompasses what it is. Because I know like screen printing's the big thing you guys do. Yeah. And you have like so many other um, print shop. Yeah, what, what separates yeah. you guys on social media?
1: Yeah, so we're like a print shop. So I I recently, not recently, about two, two, three years ago, I went on YouTube with the content on the print shop. At first, I was like, man, who would want to watch t-shirts <laughs> being printed? Like, yeah. I'm just in my basement printing t-shirts showing people. But at at that point, I was just like... Um, I was just like I want to really get out there on content and if uh, You really got to make content around what you do and what you're trying to promote at that point I was doing this business and I was really trying to grow it. So I was getting a lot of questions it was getting hard to Tell people or help people understand what screen printing even is over the mm-hmm. phone because when they try to get a quote it's like yeah, you could get a quote but like if you get a screen print on the front and the back it's going to cost more because it's double the work yeah and then like multiple colors is multiple screens so i was like let me just take this on youtube and like literally show them the whole process of me doing an order from start to finish to let people know it's not just like a printer printing the t shirt yeah. it's like there's a whole process that goes into it and then really it was all just me wanting to document my own journey the way i look at it now is like i'm just documenting my own documentary for the future so it's like it's gonna be cool to look back at it and be like damn i was in the basement but now like once things start to move forward people can look back on exactly how this story came to be from the youtube videos
0: yeah dude that's pretty sweet are you chopping those up for short form content too i
1: I should be man but i'm like (laughs) lacking in that i try to do it here and there but i'm just so like i'm like basically a one-man show so it's like yeah. me doing everything from production and then everything i Dang barely it. have time to like edit so it's like i always get caught up in like every other direction but yeah i know i could be like killing the shorts and stuff like that i'm slowly trying to like integrate it but it all comes down to time whether i have the time to like get in and do it but i'm sure i'll be diving into that here soon yeah
0: I mean, you could also probably hire someone to do that. It sounds like, so if you're, you're one man shop, you're, you're running the store, you're doing production, doing all that. How is it handling and juggling all these tasks?
1: Uh, Just like you said, man, it's like a juggle. Luckily, like the retail storefront, I have my dad. So he runs that. That's something like, Hey, he's always there. So we're both always here. I'm in the back and then he runs owns the front. but now i usually i now i usually do i say one man show but i do have my mom on payroll so now she comes and helps on a daily basis and she's always at the end of the dryer or whatever i need to do like she's helping me fold stack yeah. and do all of that good stuff but when it comes to like everything else it's still just me like washing screens and stuff so it's definitely a task but right now i'm trying to start elevating and like delegating to elevate so really trying to get things off my plate so i can work on the business and not in the business
0: yeah so what um what are some of the time management things you do to balance all of that because i imagine there's different processes like you have the the actual screen printing side but then you have i'm sure you have to clean the screens do you have to like make different screens for different shirts different designs like how does that how do you manage the time for all that
1: yeah that's a perfect question um so in screen printing you do have to make screens for every order every order has their own screen so you see this little washout booth right here yeah and that's like one of the screens right there so each screen and design has its own screen so if it's a multicolor design let's say um it's like three colors in the design it would be three screens each color would be its own screen mm-hmm. so there's definitely screen work in that so once the job is done all of those screens get washed and redone so they're empty canvas basically so it can be done for the next job. So all of that does go into that. Time management, um I'm no professional. I don't wanna come on here and say I'm like a professional time management. I'm still juggling and battling myself. Like it gets it's a lot. Um but I try to do as much as I can. I'm usually working 80 plus hours a week just to like have time to like wash screens. Like today, I actually, I have to wash screens today because like it's gotta get done or else there's no jobs are gonna get done yeah. if you don't have any fresh screens.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. So it's kind of like like right now finding what are the important tasks for that day? Like taking it one day at a time, finding what's important for that taking day. It,
1: taking it one day at a time. Taking it one day at a time, exactly. like we'll just come in and then like we have all these jobs that we got to do. We try to the next day. So what I try to do is if there's like these jobs that we got to do tomorrow, I want to schedule it out for tomorrow and then have all the screens prepared today. Everything's made and ready to go. That way tomorrow when we come in, it's just, we start printing. All the screens are ready to go. So yeah. we just get into production.
0: What got you into screen printing in the first place? Like how did you realize you liked this? And then when did you realize you wanted to start a business?
1: Great question. Um, I got into so I'm 23 years old now. I got into screen printing when I was 16, 17 years old. So yeah. when I was when I was younger, I still am young. But when I was younger, I've I've always been interested in business, and it was always like fashion related. I always loved clothing, and I always loved like t-shirts and stuff. Um, I wanted to start my own clothing brand. And then I just started researching into, like, contacting screen print shops and stuff to, like, get T-shirts printed. But it was just so... People were just not ready to explain things to me. Like, it should have been. Like, I just didn't know how to, like, get T-shirts printed or what really goes into it. And that inspired me to, like, be like, you know what? I'm going to just start my own brand and make everything myself. So I just went on YouTube University. Just just dug deep into like screen printing t-shirt printing heat press there's like a bunch of different ways to print t-shirts i came across heat press which is great um but production wise quality wise screen print is really king it looks like an ancient form of art when you look at it it's like damn that's how t-shirts are printed but really it's the best way to get t-shirts printed so i just got a cheap ebay press off of ebay and like it was like four or five hundred bucks i got a little setup. blocked off my whole parents' house of the front door, because that was a little hallway, and then we just set up the equipment there, and then ever since then, I just did, like, a job for my school. I did, like, club t-shirts, and then got paid for that, and then I would just be sliding in people's DMs, like, hey, do you need merch printed? Do you need t-shirts printed? I think it'd be cool if you get some t-shirts. Like, I slid in a lot of DMs, like, probably a 100 a day, you know, you get you do like a thousand and you only get like one or two people that actually reply or say yes but that really makes a difference so i was just out there doing that and then even if it came down to me doing it for free or for nothing i wanted to get that piece of work create content around it save it and let let people i could advertise that as if that's like my portfolio so yeah i just started doing that because at that point i was like man am i getting paid to do t-shirts for somebody and then I was just like, "This is awesome! I want to keep doing it." Ever since then, it's just been a daily grind.
0: Yeah, and it seems like there's a you recognize very early on that there is a really big value in like creating content around this, and that's driven a lot of oh, traffic yeah. to you. Oh yeah. I think I think it's really great that you um, you're giving back to the community. Like you learned from the t-shirt printing YouTube community, and now you're now you're a part of it exactly that's what's crazy to me that's what that's what's crazy to me and that's partly
1: why i do it because i remember being that person on the other end trying to learn screen printing and now it's funny that I get like tons of comments and DMs and messages where people are like, man, I'm learning from your videos. I really appreciate it. And it's crazy. It's like a it's like a spiral moment yeah. or what you would call it. But it's really cool because I remember being them and like wanting to see some specific things like show me the entire process. Don't just show me the good stuff. So that's why my channel really highlights everything for like if something goes wrong, this T-shirt messed up. It's trashed. Let's fix it. Let's 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 go through the troubleshooting methods of when things do go wrong What do you do then?
0: Sounds like that's a really fulfilling thing that that you're doing.
1: I Enjoy it. It's pretty it's pretty awesome
0: So how do you have you ever done collab with any other of the creators? Like have you ever done a video with them or something like that? I think that'd be a cool way to get audiences mixed
1: Yeah, that would be cool I haven't done any any type of collab. I mean, the screen print industry and like the content side on YouTube especially, isn't the most biggest. So there's not like crazy amounts of people doing it. So there's, but uh, a collab will be cool. Now I'm starting to like collab with some companies in the screen print industry, whether it's like equipment, supplies. So we're kind of collabing to like, they'll send me some inks and then I'll promote it and like make a video out of it and stuff like that is definitely happening. So it's opening a lot of doors that I, didn't think would open or I didn't I didn't even do it for that reason yeah but it's been great
0: that makes sense um what kind of character traits do you feel like you have that have led you and been important to your success and you know opening the shop doing well online like what what are some of the things about you you think that have helped the most
1: um if i was to to name one i would say ambitious i'm just very like ambitious like ready to get after like my dreams because i've always from my early age i've always wanted to do i've always been it's always been important to do what you love because you don't want to end up hating what you do it's not really going to be the best route so i've always just went after my passions because i know when you're young now is the time to take risk on whatever your ideas are yeah i don't want to regret things when i'm 40, 50, whatever years old down the line, I don't want to look back and be like, damn, what if I would have started that t-shirt business? What would have happened? So that's why I just take risk and do it all. I'm just very ambitious about it and I just go after it. What's the worst that's going to happen? You're going to fail, but there's other options out there. So just one foot in front of the other.
0: That's really cool. Yeah. One foot in front of the other, one day at a time. Um, Yeah what uh so what kind of routines do you have? do you have any kind of like morning routine anything like that keeps you going?
1: yeah, I like to wake up at five six a m and go to the gym start my day off with the gym um I think it's just like my space and that's like that's like when I start listening to podcasts i'm not even i don't even go too deep in music i like to just listen to podcasts a lot that's really like what i like to do even when i'm printing even when i'm working out i like to listen to podcasts so i just don't want a podcast to start my day with the gym and see the sunrise and it's just i just love i love seeing the sunrise it's pretty beautiful yeah and then i'll go home shower breakfast and then head right back here Sweet. Except lately, like this past week, I haven't went to the gym because I've been so busy here. Like I've been staying here till like 1 a.m. Like it's it's been Damn. a grind. But that's if the morning routine is definitely keen to me to do the gym.
0: What um, what kind of podcast do you listen to?
1: Jay Shetty. Mm. Jay Shetty on purpose. Yeah. Um, yeah. Another one is there's a which one was it? The shirt so there's a screen print podcast as well, as well shirt show and uh, my first million which is a good one as well um, jocko willink podcast there's a lot of... I, I like to listen to a lot yeah. of like motivational like Yeah sounds like you got a range podcast.
0: I like my first million yeah. and and I've listened to a good bit of jocko's certain episodes um, mm-hmm. but both are they're like both inspiring in different ways like my first million's more it's like story yeah it's more like fun like it's fun listening yeah. but you're also learning something and then jocko i feel like i have to go run 10 miles after i listen to him.
1: Yeah. jocko's very disciplined yeah my yeah. first my first my favorite episode from them was the 1-800-got-junk story
0: really i haven't heard that yeah. but i see 1-800-got-junk all the time
1: yeah exactly and it was like it was a cool story
0: yeah my favorite's the uh rob Deardick one i was just talking about that with my brother's Really? It's funny to find out that uh Rob Dierdick is so they's a super savvy business guy like got all these crazy deals from MTV to that's the reason ridiculousness and uh Fantasy Factory are on all the time but then uh-huh. also how like carefully he manages his time is incredible like it's insane honestly like it's pretty he's a crazy man but it's worked well for him.
1: It's a very important step yeah. Also I listen to a lot of Gary V.
0: Oh. That's yeah. like where
1: I get a bunch of my stuff. Like I listen to him like I've probably listened to like everything he's put out. Like I always go back, I always just throw it on. Um he has his podcast where it's just stripped audio from like keynotes and stuff, but he's yeah. always giving out so much game. And that's really why I dove deep into YouTube is cause he was like just document and then I just started documenting.
0: Really? So you took a lot of inspiration from him.
1: Oh yeah, I take a lot of stuff from him content-wise, everything.
0: Do you think that uh, he's inspired a lot of your work ethic?
1: Yeah, I would say so because I, I always have him in my ear. Um, his, his He's just very smart when it comes to marketing. and He's right. You just got to put out the content. Yeah. People, I think, overthink it and just don't do it. But at the end of the day, if you think about creating content, it's going to stop you because you're like, oh, I got to create. What should I do? What's the idea I should do? When it when, when in reality you should just throw the camera up and document. That's yeah. like people like to see the realness. And once I started doing that on YouTube, it's like I get comments all the time. Like I love how transparent you are and just real. So it's like dude, you that's just a, that's put a really camera. good
0: point. It's a lot of times we overestimate how much people want to see something that's perfect or like only the good side only the like the humanness of it is the mistakes and the transparency and like the everything that's going on underneath the surface
1: absolutely
0: one thing i am curious about okay so you know how gary v's gotten Recent, like maybe the past two three years, like some backlash for an unhealthy like hustle or grind culture. What are your thoughts around that sort of a um, movement against hustle culture? I think I don't. I think it's people just hating. I mean, he's not.
1: If you, it's just he's just doing what he loves. It's not that he's grinding and hates what he's doing. He just really truly loves what he's doing, so he could do it however long. Um, and that's the same thing with me people I always get asked like why do you work so much don't you like it's like it's five o'clock nine to five clock out go home but no I'm here like all day it's just something I love to do and when it comes down to a business like yeah you can clock out if you have a job at nine to five but you don't have to worry about getting the clients for that job you don't have it's all set up for you when it's like your own business you have to worry about putting in the work from that nine to five and then doing the after hours where you have to do the marketing or get customers or do the customer service you really have a lot of hats to wear so like yeah if you're not going to do it nobody's going to do it so at the end of the day you just got to do it and if you if you truly love it you won't get burnt out like i enjoy building this and it's, it's fun to look back at it but i do understand that people would see it as a crazy guy that's just working just like that that narrative that you gave about gary Vee, how people think it's too hustle culture no you what, what up, are your thoughts on that you
0: i've i've been so here's the thing i originally started this podcast to say to give people like it was about burnout it was about preventing hmm. people from getting burnout and balancing um i don't like work-life balance gets thrown out a lot and I think it gets misunderstood I think more it's really important to have stuff that you do for fun mm-hmm. to keep you balanced mm-hmm. like burnout if if you're not taking care of your health you're mentally physically if you're not doing stuff for you and sometimes that does mean you know every morning working out sometimes that does yeah. mean every you know after work i really like to play music i am in a band i play bass i like learning music scales and stuff but like even that to me sometimes is work because i have to do like my five to ten minute drills even if the day has been busy right. like i'll set aside time to practice but like i have to do at least the ska- certain scales uh that does seem like work every once in a while but it's st- it's fun like at the same time my thoughts on the hustle culture is at first I was like oh yeah it's causing a lot of burnout it's causing a lot of people like people should relax not take it so seriously and then I started realizing and it's something you made a really good point on a lot of it's caused from people doing stuff they don't want to do or things that they don't Mm -hmm. really love like they're putting in Mm -hmm. hard work for the result of it or because they like they know they can make a lot of money they know it's for whatever like social status thing or what have you, but like they do a lot of work for the title, the money, something else. And that kind of leads towards burnout. I think if someone's doing something that they absolutely love, it doesn't feel like work. So like with music, if I'm practicing a lot of scales, a lot of people would see that as work, like, oh, and and some days, don't get me wrong, it does. But for the most part, I really enjoy it and I look forward to that time where I'm practicing. And then, like, even randomly throughout the day, if I'm ever stressed, I'll just pick up my bass and come up with random, like, bass lines or something. Like, just do some kind of practice. If I ever hear a song I like, I save it and I try to learn how to play it. I think when that gets transferred also into work, like when you're doing something you love, like how you mentioned, it's not mm. really. I mean, it's a hustle, but it's a different kind of hustle. It's like uh, you're not forcing this on yourself for some outside reason. You're doing it because you're, like, expressing yourself almost.
1: I agree. I agree with that for sure. Yeah, it all comes down to doing And then, like you said, you definitely have to... Take time out to do some things you enjoy. That isn't always work. uh I'll be the first to admit I'm not the I'm not the best at work life balance. It's gonna be really tough to get advice from me on that because I'm just always working. I think I could be better. Like I need to, um, do a little bit better and like actually live a little bit. But I do. But you know, right now I just I'm just very focused on like growing this business and like really taking it to the next level. And then I'll be able to like do whatever i want to but like i really want to like build this foundation so strong and like start delegating tasks so i can have that life but like yeah before i can before i can do that i really have to like put in the hours right now to like set that up no i totally agree if that you got to get sense. the
0: you got to get the foundation going before you can start like like you gotta, you gotta set the groundwork and then your document, this is the perfect thing that you're doing. You're documenting everything. You're setting the processes. So then you can eventually hire someone to do it for you and like free up some of your time, but yeah, exactly. at the same time, what would you be doing? If let's say the business is running and all you have to do is like maintenance here and there, or like even you sold it off, made, made all your money. Like, what would you be doing with that free time? Like what's something?
1: Oh, I'd be, I enjoy making content. So I dive real deep into content right nice. now. I do content, but, like, it's like I got to do production and content. So what that means is production takes way longer because it's like, oh, I want to print this T-shirt. Let me get the angle from here. Oh, let me get that slow-mo from this side now. It's like you setting up the camera, but, like, let's say somebody's printing, and I could just jump in there and do that. Or out there networking with people. Like, I really don't even go crazy in door-to-door sales or, like, actually networking people because I'm always in here. Mm. So I'd love to be out there networking or visiting um, other content creators and collaborating like you mentioned earlier I could start collaborating because I have the time and like just working on the business not in the business so I, that would that'd be awesome that's what I'm working towards and then a podcast as well that's something I wanted to start 2020 but I just never could because I'm super busy here but that I would love to do that as well
0: yeah I feel that dude podcasts are fun highly recommend yeah <laughs> for, for sure time. Um okay so what um what are some habits that you've had to take out of your life to be successful? So what are some things you've had to remove or, you know, the most common one I hear is like something like drinking or spending too much time with friends who don't serve them. Like what are some things you've done that you've removed from your life to help?
1: Okay, great question. Hmm yeah i mean drinking i'm not a big drinker i don't really drink um like every you know going out to the clubs and stuff every weekend i don't do that so it's like instead of doing that it's like spend the time doing something that really benefits you which is for me it's just coming here and working saturday nights in the shop <laughs> but that's what i try to i try to just stay focused um i'm not i'm not i don't have a big big social life i should But right now, I just, I'm just always working. I cut off, like, not going out as much or, like, being just going out and doing nothing. It's like, I have a problem, like, where I go out now, if I go out or I'm somewhere, it's like, I'm itching. Like, I'm like, I should be in the shop (laughs) working. Like, my mind, like, I guilt myself out so bad. Like, it's super bad to the point where, like, every time it happens, I'm like, bro, I got a problem. Like, why, why can't I just enjoy this time? Like, it's a beautiful, like right now, it's a beautiful day outside. Today, it's a beautiful day. But like, I just guilt myself too much. It's like, if I'm sitting or not doing nothing, it's like, take your ass to work right now. Yeah. <laughs> My mind is just too hard on me.
0: <laughs> That's funny. I've, it's, yeah, I mean, it's pretty incredible that you're building something like that, though. And the, again, it just shows how passionate you are about it.
1: I really enjoy it. It's like a process. And I can't wait to look back at it through the documenting, like, let's say 10 years from now. It's going to be crazy to look back at.
0: So what are the next steps for you? What is like the next evolution of your company look like?
1: I'm trying to grow. I'm trying to get some new equipment in here to automate production. So that way it's not so much manual. And then with automation, I could really produce at way higher speeds and have a little bit more time to myself because I would be able to produce way faster like five ten times faster so that's like my big goal right now is to do that and then delegating tasks to like getting more help on board and stuff like that
0: like hiring and stuff exactly yeah sounds sounds good all right so now to talk about the stuff that you like to do for fun um what is so you said i mean a lot of it does have to do with going in the company we talked about that before but you say you like to design t-shirts like your own style your own brand is that like your form of art is it making like fashion or something like that
1: so my form of fashion is like motivational pieces it's like so my clothing brand one of the biggest slogans is and then on the youtube channel is no grind no glory like uh, basically a dream doesn't become reality through magic you really got to put in a lot of grind so that's like the message that we've been pushing out here on the retail storefront as well and that's been doing great you know every time people read no grind no glory they love it so i do like to create um designs and shirts like run my own brand so i could push it out there right now i could be pushing way more things out there but i'm just too backed up with like custom side of things that i can't even like produce my own stuff but if i had time i would that's what i would be delegating a lot more of my time to and then stuff i like to do is like work i'm (laughs) i'm probably coming out as like too hard of a worker but i was like this is like truly me i'm just here like every day it's just something i'm I do on a daily basis.
0: Yeah. And you you said you like to make more thing like things more efficient in the shop. Okay. So let's say you got, like what, what are the things I would say you, do you need to run more efficiently, more automated to smoothen the, out the process? Um,
1: it would be new equipment. So we're right now we've been dealing with some issues with electrical. We only got in this shop, November October time okay so so it's fairly new yeah it's pretty new before that I was in the basement so it's fairly new here so we've been running into some electrical issues that's not even letting me hook up and wire up my new equipment so it's like we got to install a new panel to even be able to do any of that because the panel is so outdated and like we don't want to risk it on that so like we're we've been going back and forth with that and then just me Wanting to get a uh, more equipment in here, but now right now we're kind of restricted because this door is only a 32 inch door. So trying to get a automatic press in here is, is a little harder than it looks to <laughs> yeah, that door. Yeah. But
0: <laughs> probably have to take apart that whole thing and put it in.
1: <laughs> right, right, exactly. But the base usually is bigger than that door width, so that's been the issue. But we're trying to talk to some press manufacturers to see what we can do, and then. Other than that, we're just dialing in everything. So when it comes to screen print, there's a lot of steps. It's not just printing the shirts. It's yeah. The screen the sc- screen printing starts with a screen. It's literally in the name. So we tra- we're trying to like dial in our exposures and stuff like that in the screen room to make sure like we're getting the most crisp and quality screens.
0: Yeah, that's pretty sweet. All right. With that, it's time for the closing questions. Just a couple quick questions uh, to get to know you and before wrapping up the show. Um, mm-hmm. Are you ready for that? yeah all right first question and i know you talked about this a little bit but we're gonna ask anyways um what kind of music do you listen to and i mentioned you talked about it you said you don't really listen to music but when you do what do you listen to oh
1: i definitely listen to music but i meant like in the gym i, I oh, like to sometimes throw okay, on a okay, podcast okay. but i definitely okay. listen to music okay. i listen to a lot of hip-hop rap i'm a, i like rap a lot um my favorite artist right now is russ you know i really Russ. his music really speaks to me like it's like yeah. that entrepreneurial like go after your dreams type of vibe
0: so I, that's been like i mean he did do it all without a label it was pretty impressive right the amount so of money like, he's made is is it's possible it's made possible because he owns the rights to all his music
1: exactly and like he's he's on that team like producing content he's always producing content and like he's doing it all on his own so like I get, definitely get a good inspiration from that. And then his music always has motivational pieces in there. So, like, I love that. So, I'm a, all around rap. Rap is my go-to.
0: What are some other rappers you like?
1: Um, so, Rush. Um, I like Nipsey Hussle. I like... Mm. recipes. in R.I.P. R- I like... N.F.? Have you heard of N.F.? No. Not everyone knows him, but he's a pretty good, like, um, you should check him out, NF, yeah. just literally the word NF. He's got some real music, Eminem, he's got some, he's an OG, and he's been literally everybody, a Drake, you know, the go-tos. But if, if I was to give you one song, one rapper I listen to a lot is Russ.
0: Yeah. Did you follow everything that happened with uh, Young Thug getting locked up?
1: That's uh, crazy. <laughs> it's pretty crazy it's pretty wild
0: it's pretty wild that the whole time he's this famous rapper he's just running a gang yeah he
1: was just he
0: was just running shit (laughs) dude it's kind of like why would you when you're that big why you don't even need to yeah you don't need to also it's also you're in the limelight like you should be doing that in secret not when you're this massive public figure
1: that's pretty crazy that he was really doing that at first i was like wait really like are, are yeah. they just trying to frame him or something no like, they
0: they got like seven years worth of a tapped phone like they got evidence oh yeah i didn't know all mad. that but damn <laughs> Yeah.
1: yeah
0: well crazy man they're always happens, listening happens there. they're always listening um so what movie or tv show would you do you watch or would you recommend out there
1: that's another thing, so when I, so when you ask me time off, what do I like to do? I'm a movie and TV show type nice. of guy like if I was like if I had like a rest day and I was to choose what to do, I'd grab a shit ton if of you snacks had a day, yeah I do I do at nighttime, usually I like to a little bit yeah, but I'd grab a bunch of snacks and you know put on movies or Netflix, but recently I've been watching I never watched this show and I just got into it I know I'm late, but uh, uh what's it breaking bad. Mm. breaking bad i My never watched watching
0: it. that recently for the first time
1: it's pretty good i'm almost done with it breaking bad yeah. and then another one is i watched before is white collar
0: i love white collar yeah white Collar's awesome um yeah, prison break prison breaks another one i was i was mentioning that um that that show i i didn't watch past like halfway through the second season i i just really? liked when he um yeah just the first season was really when he the did best. the
1: first yeah yeah <laughs> can't Break spoil really it but it's in, <laughs> it's in the name it's in the name
0: but uh but yeah i i think that was that was a fantastic show creed do you like creed the movie i haven't seen it yet
1: the new one have you seen any yeah, of them
0: i haven't i've seen rocky and i think no, oh you haven't I seen
1: any of the creed no oh you got to
0: <laughs> yeah i definitely i i'm gonna start with the rocky ones and then i'll get into creed
1: yeah there's this new movie out now. It's coming out this week. I'm super excited for Air Jordan. It's like about the yeah. Uh, I saw that. I saw I'm that. I'm super excited for that. that like, cool. I would love to see that come up story. I, I saw the yeah. trailer and then I think I think they they asked, "What do you think of the name Air Jordan?" And they were like, "Eh, doesn't sound good." <laughs> but no. lo and behold, that's like the biggest name
0: now. Yeah yeah especially they were placing their bets on someone who was like relatively unknown in the pro sphere for right. basketball and then for michael jordan it was risky because nike wasn't a basketball company mm-hmm. um so that was like a really interesting i mean it had no now, i mean i know i mean they got geez, it he's they got it dialed
1: built a crazy like even just that branding wise i mean i take inspiration from that like what jordan built like what jordan is now and like what it wasn't before but like Building that to what it is now. Like, everyone knows what
0: Jordan is. Did you ever watch The Last Dance?
1: I watched, like, an episode or two. Uh, I never finished it. you got to watch The Last Dance. That's what everyone tells me.
0: Incredibly good. But there's one episode that kind of focuses on... Michael Jordan wasn't... Like... Well, I mean, the whole thing was, like, he's not a normal human being. But when it was, like, he's not treated like a normal human... Like, he was a global icon. He couldn't walk anywhere without massive hordes recognizing like it was yeah, it was yeah. insane how well known he was in every country um maybe not every country we you know what i mean but he was just like super recognizable and they mm-hmm. they're filming him he's sitting on a couch in a hotel room he's like smoking a cigar before a game or something he's like this is the only moment of quiet i get in my day damn and i was like
1: yeah damn. i would love to talk to him you got to yeah. get him
0: on the podcast man yeah that's the goal <laughs> That's, yeah that's the top guest he right doesn't there. even do
1: a lot of podcasts man i've definitely like searched for him like like to see some podcasts that he's done but he doesn't even do a lot of them he doesn't
0: yeah i probably wouldn't if i were him just because of the think about the amount of interviews he's probably done in his entire life now that's he doesn't want to spend the rest of his life like yeah. doing that yeah. i feel like he's now he already, just wants to everyone off. Yeah. he just wants to gamble and golf yeah he's <laughs> got a whole
1: back. show on him he doesn't need to
0: yeah <laughs> all right um wait what kind of snacks are you are you munching on while you're watching these shows or movies
1: i love doritos
0: doritos
1: i'm a spicy guy i like spicy things so like i like takis
0: Ooh, um, I, I do like taki.
1: chili lime is just my favorite flavor over around all over so it's like anything anything chili lime is like delicious to me it's like my favorite combo all
0: right what kind of books are you reading right now
1: So, I read Gary Vee's book and then I read, um, what's it called? Uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Mm. And then right now, I'm on, I forget the name. It was, I'm trying to finish Think and Grow Rich.
0: Think and Grow Rich is good. I like that one a lot. Napoleon Hills. The Richest Man
1: in Babylon. I read that a little while ago. But right now, I'm trying to focus on Think and Grow Rich and. 48 laws of power that's a good that's one made. yeah i
0: read that one yeah yeah i think it's right
1: there one of those. yeah you got the full collection
0: <laughs> um yeah is last- this all out of your house these books
1: no the podcast
0: oh yeah yeah it's all out of my house i just that's yeah. awesome
1: is this what you? Do? Is this your full time or what do you do?
0: No, dude. That I wish that'd be so ideal. Honestly, I should try, I should focus on. I could probably do that. Maybe put a year or two in of just like pure podcast work. Make it like my full time gig, dude. I, I would be like ideal if I I could just talk to people for a living. Like that yeah. would be the most hey, fun thing do in it, the entire man. world. Yeah, hundred percent.
1: He can definitely do it. He can definitely do
0: it. All right. Last question is: Where can people find you, your content, your company, uh, socials, anything you want out there? Um, where can people find you?
1: Yeah, you can find me on YouTube if you want to see the content at Bob Productions, B A A V productions and then if you want to get custom apparel or anything printed i'm your guy you just heard this podcast you gotta reach out to us at aestheticimprints.com. same thing as our instagram aesthetic imprints because we're posting content on there all the time of what we're working on
0: sweet yeah and i'll throw those in the show notes below um thank you so much bob for coming on and teaching me about screen printing i didn't know much about the, the art but it seems there is so much that goes into the process um it is yes, really interesting definitely. to hear I want to see the YouTube, too, just to see how you do it.
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely check that out. It's going to be cool. You get to see, like, the full. There's a lot that goes into it.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for coming on, man. Thank you for having me.